did you ever receive those annoying offers like oh come uh, perform at our event we can't pay but we'll have 500 guests at our event so can you imagine how great showcase opportunity it will be for you Welcome to Ballet Dance Live podcast. My name is Jana Komarnitska. I'm a full-time dancer based in Toronto, performing a variety of Middle Eastern and Central Asian dance styles, including ballet dance. You can find me at janadance.com as well as on Insta or Facebook by Jana Dance or Jana Komarnitska. I'm happy you've decided to join us for this weekly dose of dance inspiration because here on this podcast we explore all nuances and insights into lifestyle of ballet dancers and we are having amazing star guests who share their stories, secrets and tips with you. Hello, hello guys! How are you? Did you miss me? (laughs) Today we'll have a mini episode there. I will be sharing some tips from my own dance experience and to be exact, we'll be geeking a little bit about those uh, annoying clients that sometimes as ballet dancers, as any freelance uh, or self-employed people get from time to time. Sometimes happens. Not fun, but that's life. So last week I've shared a little tip on how reply to people whenever they offer you opportunity to showcase your art but without getting any payment for that and you seem to really love it because I received so many comments and messages from you that you really loved and you even shared some of you even shared this tip with your friends so I decided to get a little bit more inside that topic as well as bring it up on the podcast and share a couple more tips how I deal with such people so did you ever receive those annoying offers like oh come uh, perform at our event we can't pay but we'll have 500 guests at our event so can you imagine how great showcase opportunity it will be for you well for many years i used to be very frustrated and honestly almost offended by uh, such requests and my mind always questioned if those people dare to offer anything like that to their food supplier or to their I don't know banquet uh, hall uh, manager like can you imagine someone renting uh, the venue and saying oh I can't uh, uh, pay I don't have budget to pay for the venue but we'll have 500 people can you imagine how many potential clients you'll find there I don't know In more traditional businesses, it doesn't really occur to people to offer anything like that, or at least maybe I'm not familiar and these things happen even there. I don't know. But whenever we are talking about art and specifically some freelance services that basically from market point of view, ballet dance performance is a freelance service, people suddenly think that it's totally okay to offer something like that. Moreover, I often met people who honestly thought that they are giving me a huge service by inviting and picking specifically me to come and perform at the event. And I'm not talking about any, you know, featured theater concerts or, I don't know, like really unusual events that it would be a great showcase thing. I'm talking about regular like corporate event or I even had last a few uh, weeks ago someone called me to perform like this 
at the wedding. So it's literally a private, regular event that it's a totally commercial event from Belladance point of view. But people still think that they can offer this as a showcase opportunity. And very often people not just ask, oh, you know, like for five minute complimentary dance at some, I don't know, charity event, that's different. But very often those people actually request a full evening programs with your best costumes, with your most engaging dances and almost asking you to stay the whole evening at the event. I never can imagine how people actually come up with these ideas to ask someone to do their job for free and at the same time have so many requests and uh, requirements of what exactly they want. Anyway, everyone wants a great art and great entertainment, but nobody wants to pay for it. Like artists somehow magically need to <laughs> cover their bills. Hmm, by the way, can we issue showcase bills? Do you think our banks will accept them? <laughs> And at the same time, worrying to cover our bills, we also need to find time and resources to develop and nourish our art skills. And I'm not even going to mention here the cost of uh, those best costumes or, let's say, makeup, tones of makeup stuff that for us as ballet dancers, it's actually our direct business expenses. Even if you don't really think about them in those terms, but they actually are our expenses, and not to mention time and energy and etc. etc. To be honest, I'm not even going to try to prove here why it should cost this or that much. I kind of feel it's a separate, completely separate, uh, independent topic. And that's not the point of this episode today, but here I wanted to share a couple of tips on how you as a ballet dancer, as well as uh, if you're working as a freelancer in some other fields, you can take out some tips from here too. But how can you reply to those kind of clients? So let's imagine that someone is actually calling you with such offer of free showcase opportunity. <laughs> and typically what they will um, say will be something like, oh, we have upcoming event, we'll have 500 guests, can you imagine how great showcase opportunity will it be? Can you come and perform for free? Or some variation of this. So maybe instead of getting frustrated, what you can reply it will be something like, oh, I don't do free showcases upfront like this, but I can offer you 10% refund for each booking I'll get from your referral or performance at your event. So this case, you're not really right away declining or uh, pushing them away. You're just saying, no, I don't do it. But at the same time, you're not really agreeing for what they offered. Well, if they are so sure that they will have lots of people who will book you in the future for their events, then good for both of you then they should be ready to pay uh, your regular rate right away. And then even if later you will get 10 bookings from them, which will mean for you that you will need to refund them all 100% of uh, their booking expenses, then so what? You actually, in this case, did got a great deal because that one, let's say, free performance indeed brought you 10 other paid gigs, which is not a bad deal at all. But at the same time, you also secured yourself from 
empty promises, which is 99% of the cases that people promise, but this doesn't really happen. And on this note also, uh, you actually, by promise of giving a refund, you interest them to actually do advertise you and refer to their friends, because who doesn't want refund? Hmm? Another typical uh, reason that people will try to give you why to perform a day event for free is uh, um, often referred to some private events like birthdays or most likely, wed- most typically uh, weddings or engagement parties. And uh, uh, the argument will be that they will have their so many friends and relatives who are marriageable age and are about to uh, get married soon. So they will want to hire you to perform their weddings after seeing you at uh, the this event that is uh, people trying to get to book you for free or with some kind of discounts and in fact uh, it may be so but it may be completely opposite and uh, what i uh, sometimes say to people that uh, although some of their friends indeed uh, may get interested in my shows Many of their friends who are about to marry soon actually will not want to repeat exactly the same kind of entertainment at their wedding because part of their friends or relatives might have seen uh, uh, my show at specifically this celebration that we are sort of talking about regarding discount or free performance. Actually, people may get inspired to host some dance uh, performance at their event and possibly even ballet dance, but it does not mean that they necessarily will hire me because weddings are such kind of events that everyone wants a novelty. Everyone wants to surprise and to impress their guest with something new and unusual. So the fact that they saw me at their friend's wedding, which happened just recently or close by to their own wedding, may actually be a counterpoint for them to hire specifically Uh, me. Again, in reality, it may happen so, it may happen not so, but you don't really need to tell this part to the client. You can just use the argument that, uh, well, if they saw me at your wedding, it may not necessarily be a good uh, reason for them to hire me for their own events. So in this case, there is no real direct reason to give uh, any discounts or free performance uh, to the client who requests such thing. And sometimes I get really frustrated uh, people who really don't understand how I not agree to perform a day event for free and they may get even somehow emotional like saying like, oh, but you don't understand, it will be 500 people, like don't you miss such an opportunity, how can you uh, not understand it? And um, again, there is very clear differentiation for me as a performer which kind of events are a good showcase opportunity and which kind of events is just people trying to get either discount or free performance. And uh, I sometimes can get into sort of trying to educate person and explain what is or what is not a good showcase opportunity. So in this case, I would literally even say like, in case of your celebration, 500 is just a number of your guests. It has nothing to do with my showcase opportunities. If you, for instance, were organizing a wedding show or planning uh, event planning conference, then it would be a very reasonable offer because in those, that case, 500 people 
came there specifically in search of potential entertainers for their event. But in your case, 500 is just a number of guests and it's a matter of luck if anyone at all will want to hire me afterwards. Moreover, even if you have some event planners attending your wedding, on the day of your wedding, most likely they will want just to relax and not think about work. Moreover, they may get distracted by some other person who wants to talk to them or they may uh, came to another room or lobby. They may miss my performance at all, so they will not even uh, see even if there are any event planners at that event. So the only uh, sort of showcase opportunity for me will be for they actually, if they actually hired an event planner. But from my experience, I would say either trying to find free performer, they most likely did not hire actual event planner. They are probably trying to do or put together this event on their own. So I would not even bother about that one person. Although sometimes uh, meeting uh, people who work in the same field at such events is a good opportunity for me as a dancer, but it doesn't really matter is it paid or not paid performance. So it's again, not really a reason to give any discounts for them. And just continue on the same topic, if you are talking about performing at such private events for the showcase opportunity, it would be much more beneficial and efficient for me to invest all that time in creating some dance video and putting it online instead of spending all the time and energy that I will put into my preparations and coming to perform at that kind of event for free. And of course, another option on how you can react to such offers or requests <laughs> to perform for free is uh, simply tell that you are not interested and uh, hang the phone. In this case, you will not even spend your time on trying to educate or persuade clients. Anyway, guys, that's my little talking, uh, very geeky <laughs> side of ballet dance today. I uh, hope you got a couple of uh, uh, tips and ideas how to make your life easier and how to deal with those annoying offers and calls uh, from client and at the same time educate them a little bit so hopefully in the future at some point they will stop uh, bugging people, either it's dancers or other uh, artists or service providers with such requests. But I am uh, very happy that uh, those kind of annoying clients don't happen too often. And uh, in most cases, uh, we are dealing with very nice and fun people who really want to create a nice event and provide nice uh, memories for themselves and for their guests and who appreciate art. That's really uh, valuable and uh, inspiring for performers to deal with people who really care about their experience and appreciate that dancer brings happiness to the event. That's, uh, if you remember previous interviews with so many different artists we talked, I remember Shakrzad and as well as Esmeralda and Sadi and all of them mentioned how much they love ballet dance because uh, it's opportunity to bring happiness to people and that's something I truly uh, share at my own belief too and um, keep dancing, keep shaming, keep uh, enjoying your work and dance and share your love and passion with other people and uh, don't uh, bother too much about those annoying uh, 
uh, things and issues that we sometimes need to deal uh, with whenever we are our own agent and uh, we are not only dealing with art side of ballet dance but also need to dig into business aspects of it too i really hope they never spoil your joy uh, to dance and uh, if you have any tips on how you deal with such kind of uh, free showcase offers let me know i would be happy to share even more uh, maybe for future podcast episode or on social media on my instagram or facebook so more dancers can see them and i guess uh, the more we come up with uh, uh, such tools on how we can educate our audience the easier our life will be in the future and uh, hopefully for next generations of ballet dancers even more well this is uh, it for today uh, soon more episodes are coming up so stay tuned and uh, we'll keep in touch guys Thank you so much for spending this time with us. And if you like this episode, it will mean a world to me if you take a few seconds and leave us a review on iTunes or share it with your friends. Also, you can always find more information about podcast as well as past episodes at yanadance.com podcast. As well as you can connect with me on social media by Yana Dance or Yana Komarnitska. I'm very active on Instagram as well as Facebook and share a lot of tips and inspiration for your daily ballet dance life. And by the way, don't forget to subscribe to podcasts so you never miss a future episode. And until next time, keep shimming.